Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, beautiful screenwriters, filmmakers, and creative souls. How are you today? Welcome to episode 57 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. (laughs) That was my crazy voice. I'm so like, wow, 57, that's amazing. But welcome to episode 57. Today, the topic of the podcast is the exceptional myth. And by this, I mean the myth that in order to succeed... You have to be exceptional and your work has to be exceptional. And so I'm really excited to dig into this idea with you because I think there's a lot to a lot to dig into and a lot to unpack and a lot that might help you. What brought this on for me is a comment that came up when I was teaching the masterclass, the Operation Greenlight masterclass. And in the very first one, we're talking about how to get to Greenlight, how to get sell your script or get your movie made. And somebody commented, you're not mentioning the elephant in the room here and the fact that your script has to be exceptional in order for it to sell. And it's interesting that that comment, I mean, there were so many comments, thousands of comments, but it's interesting that that one just sort of really stuck with me. I saw it, I didn't actually read it while we were doing the masterclass, when when it was live, I read it afterwards. And I think immediately I went, oh, because I've seen this comment many, many times. I've seen it in Facebook groups where people are talking about screenwriting and talking about selling screenplays. I've seen it about filmmaking and making films. It's something that I see again and again, this idea that, well, let's not forget the fact your script has to be good or it won't sell. And I think the reason I want to talk about it is because I feel like this is a, a story that we tell ourselves that can really thwart us and thwart our ability to succeed. And I want to just unpack it for you and let you see it for yourself and let yourself see if it's something that you have believed. If there's a part of you right now that believes, yeah, your script has to be exceptional in order for it to sell. Your work has to be exceptional. You as a human being need to be exceptional in order to have an insanely good career. So let's talk about these things. The first thing that I would ask you, if you believe this, if you are like, yeah, it is actually true. Your script has to be exceptional in order for you to sell it. Your work has to be exceptional. I just want to ask you one question, which is, is that ultimately true? And if you look at films that are made, are all their scripts exceptional? And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because I immediately go, well, no, that's just not true at all. Tons of films are made every year with, I think, pretty mediocre scripts. Would anyone beg to differ? I would love to hear if someone's like, no, 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 no. Every movie ever made is from an exceptional script. It's not true. It's just frankly not true. Spend an hour looking for something to watch on Amazon and you'll see plenty of movies that have pretty unexceptional scripts. <laughs> you know, anywhere you look, pretty unexceptional. And that's not to say they're bad. I'm not saying they're necessarily bad, but it's not like they're genius, exceptional of some other level that is so unattainable. They're perfection in scripts. No, the vast majority of things, I mean, they're good enough. And I think maybe we should 
transplant the idea of in order to succeed, you have to write something exceptional to in order to succeed, you have to write something that's good enough, good enough. Okay, it's a completely different yardstick. I remember hearing about that as a method of parenting years ago. I I don't know where it came from. I think it was some British sort of uh, child psychologist that had the idea of the good enough parent. You don't have to be an excellent parent for your children to work out just fine. You just have to be good enough. And I actually think it's the same with your screenplays. In order for you to sell a screenplay, it doesn't have to be exceptional. It doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be good enough. And it's the same for you to make a movie. It doesn't have to be exceptional. It doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be good enough. So I would transplant the idea, if you've been telling your story, this has to be exceptional. And for many of us, the problem is that if we think it has to be exceptional and we think we're not, our script isn't exceptional, like, well, like it's good, but it's not, I mean, it's not amazing, then we can't sell it. We can't have success with it because we don't have the energy that's going to take it over the finish line and get it sold. We're living with the energy of it's not good enough because it's not blooming amazing. So in order to sell your screenplay, I 100% believe your script has to be good enough, but it doesn't have to be perfect and it does not have to be exceptional. What has to be really strong is your faith that it's good enough. Not that your script is perfect, not that it's amazing, but you have to develop the level of faith in your script that you believe 100% it's good enough. That's 100% it's good enough. Not perfect, not exceptional, not like, oh, this is going to, you know, this is that level. It's good enough. And once you have that, it's enough. And I think this is so important because as I say, so many people get caught up in this story of it's got to be exceptional and it's not really exceptional. So therefore I can't sell it. Therefore I'm not going to go all in trying to sell it. Therefore it's bound to fail. Do you see how this works? But when you flick the switch in your own brain and you say this is good enough, then you start behaving like that and you will sell it. Because if you ask yourself, what was it that got these films made? Why did someone... Why did someone choose to make that script? Why did someone think this is a good idea and buy it and spend money on it and spend money making it? They did that because they believed it. They believed it was good enough. Again, they may not have thought they were making a movie that's going to win all the Oscars, but they thought it was good enough to sell, to make money with, that some people would like it. And that's, that's all your script has to be. And when you carry that level of faith around it, and this is the whole thing, I talk about this so much, but when you're going to sell your script, what matters most is that you have faith in it, that you are bringing your passion, your energy, your absolute rock solid belief that it's good enough. Not exceptional, but good enough. And that's what will sell it. So another question to ask yourself, if you're still sort of going, I don't know, Diane, I think it really does have to be pretty exceptional. Another thing to ask yourself is by whose standard are we creating this idea of exceptional? Films are art. And I've said this a million times, and it's one of the biggest truths that I know about the film industry is nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything. Nobody really knows if something is good or not, because there's no objective yardstick it's not like a runner where you can measure the time of them and go, okay, they're a good runner because they ran that 100 meter sprint in that time and that is good, that is fast. We don't have a yardstick like that when it comes to art. It's so subjective, 
It's just people's opinions. Someone says, this is the best movie I ever saw. Somebody else says, this is the worst movie I ever saw. Who's right? I don't know. Have you ever gotten into an argument with one of your friends about a movie? I totally have a few times. Come out of the cinema and we're like, ah, you know, and I'm like, that was terrible. That was the worst movie. And they're like, that was amazing. How can you not like it? If you don't like that, you don't like cinema. I literally had an argument once with a friend and he said that to me. If you don't like that movie, you don't like cinema. It was like, I love cinema. How could you say that? (laughs) But we all have different opinions. Another friend said to me once when we came out of the cinema and we were arguing about a movie. He said to me, Diane, the thing is, cinema is a broad church and we all pray at different altars. He was Scottish, of course. And I think that is so true. We all pray at different altars. We all have different standards. We all have different criteria for what makes a great film. And likewise, we all have different criteria for what makes a great script. There are very few films that everybody agrees on. There are a handful. I always think Casablanca. I'm like, does anybody hate Casablanca? I don't think anybody hates Casablanca. But for the most part, most films will divide some people. And I don't think the aim with your script is to write a script that everybody loves. I don't think that's the ultimate goal. It might be if, if you really... If that's what drives you, like, I want to write in the next Casablanca, I want to write a script that everybody loves. I think for most of us, what's important is we write a script that you love. And if you love it, somebody else will too. And so what is exceptional to me won't be what is exceptional to you. What is an amazing script to me won't be necessarily what's an amazing script to you. So if we hold this up as a yardstick that we say you have to write an exceptional script in order for it to sell, it's like by whose standard? Who gets to decide what exceptional is? I feel this a lot with films that are completed as well. There's a lot of debate, obviously, about the whole Rotten Tomatoes things and how we judge movies. And it's really it's an interesting topic. I know for myself as a woman, obviously 75%, I think actually more than that, it's probably closer to 80% of film critics are men. And their idea of what's exceptional doesn't always match mine, just gender-based. You see often men really dismissing movies that have female central characters, male critics. One in particular that really upset me was that movie Suffragette. I don't know if you guys watched that movie. I liked that movie. I thought it was was a fine film. Not perfect, (laughs) but, but good enough. And I saw one review for it in which the male critic tearing the film apart and saying oh these are meant to be like our sisters and our wives and I thought oh my god he doesn't even understand that we're us we're women too (laughs) it's not just you're not all men with the sisters and wives women watch movies too it might just be us these ladies so that's it whose idea whose idea of exceptional are we working to if we're talking about that I'm fascinated by too the fact how our opinions of movies change over time I don't know if that tickles you at all, but I love it. These, sometimes you see these films, they come out, and it's like it's the hot thing, and everybody loves it, and it wins lots of awards. Ten years later, everyone's like, ooh, what were we thinking? And meanwhile, some movie that nobody watched when it came out and was panned, booed at con, and ten years later, people are hailing it as a masterpiece. Who gets to choose what is exceptional? I think there's just one answer to that question. I really think there's, there is an answer to the question. Who gets to choose what's exceptional? It's you. When it comes to your own work, it's you. You get to decide. And that goes into the good enough thing again. 
Because when you write a script, if it's from your heart and if it's something that you love and you genuinely feel really pleased with it, you genuinely feel like, I like it. I think this would make a great movie. That's enough. That's enough. It doesn't need to be anything else. I'm going to catch up with a couple of the comments. Corey said, if you want to have a great movie, you need to have a great script that catches attention with the film critics and fans. Yes, you know, and, and loosely that is true. I, I think it's hard to make a great movie if you don't have a, a solid script. But I shy away from the words great because as I said, I feel like that can really hamper our creativity and hamper us on this path. When I was writing the film that became my first film, Obsolidia, if I'd been thinking this has to be exceptional, I never would have done it. I never would have made the film. I would have been like, well, I don't know if it's exceptional. It's a bit quirky and strange. <laughs> but I loved it. I was like, I love it. And so I'm, I'm going to make it. I'm going to put my flagpole in the ground here and say, I like this. I think this is good. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'll never say anything that I write is perfect. I would never have the, the whatever you want to call it to say that my work is exceptional. What I strive to do in my own screenwriting is write something that feels true to me. That's what I strive to do. Something that I love, that I feel I can stand by. That's what matters to me. Not that other people would say it's exceptional, not that other people would say it's great. Because I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know what other people will say is great. I remember talking to Mark Ruffalo at the Sundance Film Festival when my film was there and he had a movie there. And he talked to me about the experience of seeing You Can Count On Me, the movie that was kind of his breakthrough as an actor at Sundance, the premiere of it and sitting in the audience with it. And he said it was just the most extraordinary experience because they weren't really sure about the film. He wasn't sure about it. He'd seen a cut of it. He wasn't sure if it was good. Nobody was sure about it. And I hear that all the time, like the, the director, the producer, everybody is just sitting there going, not really sure. And you don't know until you play it to people. And when you play it to people, you suddenly are like, ooh, this is how they're responding. And you really don't know until that point how it's going to land with an audience. And even one audience, of course, is not a final barometer of that. There's going to be many, many audiences. And the people decide. And you really don't control that. You have no control over it. There's so many strange things, and we could get into sort of uh, reader-oriented theories here. But obviously, like, how people are perceiving your movie at any given time will change, and it changes audience to audience and person to person. Just having a look at the comments. If, I'd, if I had to have an exceptional script, I'd never finish one, because I can always find fault. Exactly, Alison. That's exactly how I feel. There's, and there always is. You know, I mean, like if we held the barometer of I can't try to sell a script until I write an exceptional one, I still would never have tried to sell a script and I never would have sold one. You're doing yourself a massive disservice as an artist if you hold that as your barometer. If you're like, I'm not even going to try to sell something until I've written something amazing. You will spend your life in quest of amazing and realize what a waste of time it was. Just seek good enough. And good enough for me, people write to me a lot and say, how do I know? How do I know? And I'm like, you don't know. You'll never know. You'll actually never know objectively if it's good enough. 
Because as we've said, it's not like there's a measuring stick that you can put next to the script and go, oh, that's good enough. It doesn't work like that. All I can say as a writer is that you write and you write and you rewrite and you rewrite. And one day you will hit a moment where you think, I like this. I don't think it's perfect, but I like it. And that's enough. And you just decide. You, at that moment, decide that it is good enough. And then you take it to market and you test out your theory. I think it's good enough. What are other people who read it going to think? Two of them like it. They think it's good enough. Okay, great. Let's go. <laughs> Do you see how this works? But you, you waited until you wrote something perfect. It would be impossible. You'd never get anything done. You'd never do anything. And it doesn't matter. Perfect is something, it's not something that we should be setting as our yardstick. Exceptional is not something that you should be tr striving for in that sense. Of course, strive for to be the best, to do the best work you can. Of course we do. But don't beat yourself up if you don't feel like it's hitting that mark. As long as you've passed the good enough mark, you can go to market with it. Eglantine says, making something true is what really matters to me too. Yes. And Corey said, it's so strange to see films panned by critics, which didn't do well at the box office, and now those films have become cult classics. Exactly. Suzanne said, it's hard to shake off the naysayers. And... It is, particularly if we have a habit in our own brain of feeling like we have to be exceptional in order to matter. And I think this gets into the heart of this problem and what this is really about when I was thinking about it earlier. Most of us have been brought up in a system where it's like you have to be really good at something to matter in that thing. I've seen it with my kids. My son, when he was six years old and he wasn't the best soccer player, he was doing his soccer team and but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't the best. He's not very aggressive. He's like very gentle. And so he didn't really have the, the drive to win. And suddenly it was sort of like, if you're not serious about it, this is six years old, mind you, and you're not serious about winning at it, then you should stop doing it. And that was the kind of message I could see he was getting. Suddenly he was like, I don't think I want to do soccer. And I was like, why? You really enjoy it. Yeah, but I'm not very good at it. And everyone's like, wow, you're six years old and you already have that little switch that if I'm not good at it, then I don't matter it and I shouldn't do it. But I think there's such a reason that we should do things even if we're not perfect. And I think that we matter even if we're not perfect. And it takes such a mindset shift because most of us have been so conditioned into this system and into this way of thinking, whereby if it's not going to be excellent, then don't bother. If it's not perfect, don't bother. If it's not exceptional, forget it. You're never going to sell it. And I would invite you instead to just start doing that work on yourself where you realize that you are enough regardless that your work matters, whether it's exceptional or perfect or not, it does not matter. What matters is that you do it. The only way you will eventually make something that is exceptional, amazing, perfect, all those things, is by having the courage to make things that are less than that. Having the courage to show up and do the things, even though... They're not exceptional, perfect, flawless. 
but doing them anyway. And when we flick that switch on ourselves and we really, really just show up to the work, we write the scripts and we endeavor to get them made, even though they may not be perfect, and we keep showing up and we keep doing it, this is what's of value. It's not valuable to just sit at home trying to reach for some crazy lofty level of achievement, beating ourselves up because we're not there, quitting because actually now I'm just feeling like if I can't write something that's exceptional, I'll never sell it. I'm wasting my time. What's the point? I'm not going to do it. But instead, just embracing the path of the path of enough. Not exceptional, but enough. If you feel it in your heart to do this, if you feel it is something inside you calls you to do this, to write films, to make films, I say just do it. I say just do it. Don't worry about exceptional. <laughs> Let the critics decide those things. They don't know what this is. They don't know what this journey is. They don't know the value of it. Don't let your worth be determined by them at any stage of your journey, at any stage. Your journey is beautiful, essential, amazing, has value that you can't even begin to comprehend. And the worth of that journey has, like, is not determined even one dot by someone else's opinion of your work. I think for this, actually, we should all think about that film, filmmaker, Ed Wood. I don't know if you guys know that movie that Tim Burton made about Ed Wood. It was back in the 90s. It was a lovely film if you haven't seen it. And it's about the true story about a filmmaker called Ed Wood, who was like the first B filmmaker. And it's just a glorious celebration of him about that sort of attitude of, I'm just making the movie. And his movies were terrible. But he just kept making them joyfully, gleefully. For the people who are listening to the podcast and who do actually feel, no, 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 I've got to make things good. I've really got to be great in order to succeed at this. Watch Ed Wood. <laughs> and, just, and just inject yourself with a little Ed Wood energy. Oh, screw it. Who cares about perfect? Let's just make movies. And let's have a fun time doing it. And let's leave that whole judgment thing to the critics. Because they'll never understand the joy of what you're doing. They'll never understand the joy of writing the end, at the end of the script. They'll never understand the joy of sitting writing a scene where you're just like, the tears are streaming down your face and you're totally lost in the script and you're just like, oh, this is the best thing ever. They'll never understand it. They'll never understand the joy of being on set and hearing an actor say your lines. And for a minute, you're just looking at them and you've forgotten that you wrote these lines. They just seem so real and it seems like this person is real and that they're actually saying these things. And then you're like, wait, I wrote this. I just made this up. This was from my imagination and now it's happening. The joy of finally watching your movie with people and some people just get it. You're like, ah, they got it. And a whole bunch of people don't. And it's just a joy. The whole thing, every step of it, just a joy. And it's like that old sort of thing. If we waited for perfect, we miss out on all of that. We miss out on it all. 
Like somebody who's like, I'm not going to the party because I don't have the perfect dress. Just go to the party in your jeans <laughs> and have a blast. And let, let, uh, let the other people worry about the fact that the jeans are completely inappropriate. Be the person who loves what you do. Create your own value based on the fact that you have chosen it and that you are worthy of it. And that is all. And enjoy the journey. And leave this whole myth of exceptionalism at the door where it deserves to be left. Don't buy into it. Next time you hear somebody say, but your script has to be exceptional, just go, "Uh uh-uh, not true. I can name 10 movies that had pretty crappy scripts, actually, and they got made. So it is categorically not true that your script has to be exceptional. It just has to be good enough. Good enough that you can fight for it with passion. And good enough that you love it. And that's it. So thanks for joining me today. I hope you've enjoyed this session as always. I actually recorded this a couple of weeks ago. I feel terrible that I didn't get it uploaded onto the podcast. If you want to stay in the loop, please, please, please join my Facebook group. It's called the Shoot from the Heart Society. That is where I record the podcast live. It's usually every Monday, unless I have a masterclass going on. But if you join the group, you'll also be up to date with the masterclasses. Last month, we did an extraordinary one called The Next Level. It was three sessions on how to break through to the next level wherever you are. The feedback from it was off the charts. People were just totally having massive shifts and real breakthroughs. It was extraordinary. This month, I'm going to be doing one on screenwriting. It's kicking off on March 19th. The name of it is The Secrets of Screenwriting Success. I am going to be sharing with you what it really takes to succeed as a screenwriter, to write a screenplay that stands out. And we're going to be looking at that from the point of view of development, i.e. what you even write about, how to develop the ideas, all those things, the actual writing of the screenplay and what needs to happen there, and then finally how to succeed after you have written your screenplay. So if that calls to you at all, make sure you are in the loop. Join the Shoot From The Heart Society and you will get the information as soon as it's available on how to show up for those classes. Those are free, by the way. These are totally free. And so many people have said it just blows their mind that these classes are free. There's so much value in them. I do package them up later and sell them. You have been warned. So get in there while you can get them free. All right, that's it. I hope you're doing amazing. I love you so much. Thank you for joining me today. I know you have thousands of podcasts to choose from. So the fact you're here just means a lot to me. And as always, if you do enjoy this podcast, and you got something out of it. I would appreciate it so much if you share about it on social media or leave a review for it. It really helps it to reach other people. Thank you. I'll see you next week. Bye.